0: Welcome to the Ladies Night with RKK podcast, where we provide stories and information to inspire women to live in their purpose and to intentionally choose to be healthy in every aspect of their lives. I am Chelsea, your hostess with the mostest, and in this episode... I will be speaking with Natasha Ashford, the owner of Four Winds Real Estate Solutions, full-time mother and Army veteran. I'm going to tell you right now when you listen to her tell her story, you are going to hear the passion and determination in her voice. Natasha is fueled by the desire to make her mark in a predominantly male-oriented career. I can't wait anymore for you to listen, so let's get started. Hi, Natasha. Hey there. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Great, great, great. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this with me.
1: Thank you for having me. No problem. Well,
0: let's get started. Well, basically tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how you grew up.
1: Well, I am from Chicago, Illinois, born and raised. Um, I'm from the Wicker Park, Bucktown area. Um, I went to Roberto Clemente for high school, graduated in 05. And shortly after that, I had a daughter And then immediately after that, I went to the military and I served in the U.S. military for six years. And when I returned home, I went and got a degree downtown Chicago at RBC University in psychology. So I have a bachelor's in psychology. And since then, I've been exploring different professions that would work for myself. So as of last year, I was working for the Illinois Department of Human Services. And that is a very critical position. So I wasn't able to cut it there. I saw too many wrongdoings. I'm not the type to be able to rough it out when, when I see people. Right, right. So um, now um, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I have three children, ages 12, five.
0: Wow. <laughs> Well, that would definitely keep you busy,
1: though,
0: being a stay-at-home
1: mom. It does. You're also venturing out in entrepreneurship, right? I absolutely am. I will be doing home inspections to begin. And then um, from that, I'll branch off into different services, which will include fix and flips. And then I'll start selling homes once I get licensed for all those things. So right now, I'm just in the process of to do home inspections.
0: Mm-hmm. that's
1: awesome what
0: actually inspired you to choose uh going into home inspections and just the real estate part of it altogether? i mean you know why why did you choose like that profession what inspired you to go into after the home inspections and just the real estate part of it period
1: well i'm i'm ai am i'm, I'm So big on HGTV, and I was exploring (laughs) my options to figure out how I can get into the field making money now before I'm able to get the revenue to, you know, create the um, fix and flip business. So, um, so, um, I do, I have a mentor, and um, my mentor suggested to me that I should probably look into home inspection. So because of my interest in HGTV and wanting to get into the field, I started doing my research. And then I figured out that women make up nationwide 20% of the home inspection field. So that was fascinating to me. And I want to make sure that that underrepresentation is addressed. So I started the training, like almost instantaneously, like the next day, maybe I was like, yeah, I'm in there. And so the training consisted of um, about 120 hours of online, just lessons going over all these modules so that we know what to look for when we're doing the actual home inspection. And so um, I just completed that recently. And then I'll be going to take the test, the state test for licensing, because Illinois is a state that requires licensing. Okay.
0: Okay. Wow. And that was actually one of the questions that I was going to ask you, because I'm like, well, home inspections and, you know, doing appraisals and stuff like that is a predominantly, like, male-oriented field. And I was I like, know. I was going to ask, you know, how did you feel about that? And how do how do you think as a woman, and not just as a woman, an African-American woman, um, how you think you can, like, overcome any of, like, the prejudices that be, you know, that are actually placed on women, period. And they feel as though, you know, we don't know or, you know what I'm saying? They kind of question
1: our knowledge,
0: certain yeah. things, you know,
1: mm-hmm. in a male feel, sort of. Well, being that I was in the army, it's nothing new to me, so right. I always make sure to put my best foot forward, and then especially due to the fact that I'm from Chicago, there's always these preconceived notions about Black women from Chicago so that I, I make sure that I always conduct myself professionally, and I, I carry myself as gracefully as possible so that people know like yes i'm a black girl from chicago but i'm also well educated and i'm well informed in anything that i do right so um i did take the necessary steps to make sure that i am equal to or maybe even better once i get out there to my counterparts because no no man's going to show me up
0: i know that's right (laughs) i know that's right that's good to hear though because you know this my goal you know with this podcast and you're in my group as well on facebook um is to empower women and inspire women to like step out of the norm you know i'm trying to like change that like and with you being in the field going into this field that's actually a good thing so i appreciate you so much
1: you're gonna be a trailblazer
0: you're a trailblazer now (laughs)
1: yes thank you thank you and I, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy right. because in, in Illinois, they require the state licensing mm-hmm. and they also require for the licensing that you do five inspections, five right along inspections with a, a licensed inspector. And so that has been one of the biggest trials that I had when I, when I decided to get into this. So I'm thinking it'll be easy and I can just call this list of inspectors because right. the list is long. But there is, there is not one person who was willing to help me. One of the men, he actually even laughed at me. And I was like, okay, thank you. Thank you for that motivation. And wow. so yeah, I just called the school back and I let them know, like, hey, I'm having difficulties finding someone who I can get these um, five inspections with. And they set me up and I went all in one weekend. And that was, that was draining because each inspection takes two to three hours. So for... One weekend, Friday all the way till Sunday, I was working from seven all the way until about six. And so it, it was a lot, but I, I picked up a lot of information. And in the classroom that I was in, there were 18 males and me. So I felt special. And then the instructor that I had, he let me know that I'm the second female to come through his course in 10 years. So I felt extremely special. And then walking through the homes and being able to point out things and using proper terminology made me feel even better because these right. men were looking at me like okay, so you, you're real competition now, huh? And right. they're not, not looking like, nah, we, we can play you on anything because no, I'm well informed. I love it. Oh my
0: goodness girl, I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you, thank you. So, okay, so how do you feel? I know you have a BA of, um, in psychology. How do you feel as though that bachelors in psychology will actually play a role in your home inspection business?
1: Well, when I decide to take on employees, I think it'll help me a lot better with, with those employees because mm-hmm. the purpose of getting the BA was in the first place to go into um, industrial organizational psychology. So I will be going back to school for that to obtain my master's degree in, in industrial organizational psychology. So basically what that is is someone who helps to improve work-life balance. So in my previous professions, I wasn't able to have that and in the beginning, I only had one child versus now having three and not not having the time for my babies was hurting me. So to be at work, an eight-hour shift, and I'm looking at the pictures like, oh, these babies are so cute. I'm going to get all that love when I get home. But it was, it was draining me. And then um, I have a younger daughter who has an illness, so When she gets sick and she's in the hospital for weeks at a time, no employer is going to give me the availability to be there with my child. And there's no way I'm leaving her. So I had to make things work for myself. And doing this and having the bachelor's in psychology, I believe that it'll improve my customer service skills because that's something I've done in the past. But I've seen the flaws in customer service. So this will help me be a better manager as well as be able to train my employees present day customer service and, you know, to be able to teach them how to keep their work-life balance healthy.
0: Yes. Yes. That all makes so much sense. So basically um, I know you say you have with three kids you're doing, um, you're going to school, you're doing all this. What basically kind of walk me like through your day. Like how do you organize
1: your day? So I'm up at 4 Mm a.m. I go to the gym every day, go to the gym for about an hour or so, and then when I come in, I cook breakfast, and then I get my girls started for the day. So I homeschool right now. My oldest, she's in sixth grade, and my babies are preschool, kindergarten, so they're just going through the basics, but it's easier for me to have them home right now while I'm going through the trainings that I'm going through so that I can make sure that I give them what they need. So they, they will be going back to school later in the year, but for right now it's easier for them to be home. So we're usually um I cook dinner every night around six and then we're in bed by nine and I'm in bed, I'm asleep. I don't know what they're doing after that, but I know they get up at six AM. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I'm dead. laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> Man, sometimes it's hard for me to get up, but I try to. I try to. Like I try to be up like. Well, I usually get up probably about four thirty. And because my fiance, he leaves about that time in the morning to go to work. So I'm like, oh God, let me just get on up because he's waking me up anyway. So let me just get on up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I pop up at four. Like there's everybody thinks there's something wrong with me. I jump up at four o'clock and I'm calling people like, Hey, what you doing? And they're like, I'm sleeping. <laughs> not going to the gym you're not having breakfast like I think the way that you start your day really does it set does. the tone for you for that day It does. So pop up get it done that's why I, like most of the time when I'm walking around or moving around in Chicago people are like what are you doing you're never doing anything how are you starting a business because by one o'clock my day is pretty much complete I've done everything that I needed to do that was important Right. so Yeah, I have the luxury of being able to spend some mommy and me time with my girls. So I I love being with my daughters.
0: That's good. Do you think a lot of that goes back? Were you always an early riser or do you think a lot of that goes back to your military days?
1: Um, It goes back to a little bit further than that. I wasn't always an early riser, Mm -hmm. but when I was um, in high school, like my, my family, they weren't big on school and education and all of that. It was more so a push to get a job. Right. So um, I ended up living in this group home, mercy home for boys and girls in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they would they had our day started for us. So everyone else, when they were going to school, I would be sleep still because well I would I was supposed to be sleep because I was doing day school, night school, Saturday school because I kind of messed up a little bit in high school. Right. But um, I would jump up at like five o'clock because I knew it was breakfast, and I want to get the cream of the crop, so I want the fresh muffins out the oven. So it goes. <laughs> It's because I'm greasy in the first place, but now I think because of the military and because of the way that I was always up at five when I was living at Merck.
0: Well, basically, I know you were saying that you were in the group home, um, and that kind of like molded you into this early bird. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, Because breakfast was really? served every day at five o'clock, so I wanted to make sure that I got down there and got the hot breakfast, so... That, that started to be my routine. And then when I went to the military, it was super easy for me to get up and get moving because of that. And then I've just been that way ever since because I, I had my oldest daughter already. And so I always got her up, had breakfast, and all that good stuff with her. So it's just, now it's part of my routine.
0: Right. It's just heavy now. But, you know, yeah. I read like a, a, a meme on social media saying how, You can get so much done if you just go ahead and start your day at, like, 5 o'clock. Just think you have, like, an extra two hours a day versus getting up at 7. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. So I try my best to get up. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you, I am not an early riser. And that's not good. But now that I've started, like, doing all these different businesses and stuff, I try to get up to get, like, work done in the morning. Mm -hmm. I have to start my day a little bit earlier, you know, and uh, just go from there. It's a struggle because it's a change for me, but I get up, I do it. Well, get it done, get it right, get it done, and get it on out the way exactly. Right. Well, kind of like give me for those who may be listening um, that may want to actually get into the field that you're going into. Kind of, can you kind of like go like a tell them the process, or?
1: Okay, so basically the school is um, online. It's um, ICA, Inspection Certification Associates, and I'll send you the link so that you can post it along with the podcast. Okay. And um, you just get signed up with them. It's about $700 to start the training, Mm -hmm. and then once you get done with the actual classroom portion of everything online, it's, um, they send you a graduation certificate, and then you have to take that over to your state, if it's licensed, or some states, they don't require licensing, so you can get the the certificate that you've completed the class, and you can go and start home inspections right away, but again, with me, I have to do the five home inspections, and then do the test, so I've just completed those five inspections, so um, just get it done with with the course material, and then, I mean, pretty much, you can get started. They teach you how to market your business and everything, and the potential. Income for this is anywhere from 50000 to $80,000 um, annually. So, I mean, it's worth getting into. And it gives you the time to be with your kids if you have children, you know.
0: Yes. Yes. Because you can pretty much, well, it's like running your own business. It is your own business, really. It is. Um, yeah. And
1: you can My business like is wins your own time. Business.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, I will be making my own schedule. So like I said, when I decide to bring other people on, it'll be a lot easier because then I can just have them working on the days or the hours that I'm unavailable to work. So it makes it a lot easier. So I just say for those people who know that they are like detail oriented, they have a great business sense. They're they're good with communication skills, both written and verbal. And Mm -hmm. uh, um, they're interested in the knowledge for construction or property defects to get into it. Because it's just, it's pretty much easy money once you know what you're doing. And I believe like once you get into the habit of doing things, it'll be a lot easier. So for me, I believe my only hassle will be the actual referral part because most of this business thrives off referrals from agents. And a lot of the time agents are reluctant to give our information as home inspectors because they want someone who's going to pass their property so that they can get it sold. But and I don't plan to be that person. I'm going to make sure that I do a thorough job and I give people what their money is paying for because that that would create a liability for me if there's anything there that I didn't catch on the inspection. Exactly. And I yeah. don't want people moving into faulty homes and something happens, there's some, an issue with the electrical or something with the plumbing and then it falls on me. I, I don't want that on my conscience. So I will be doing a great job. I'm absolutely positive of that.
0: And that's good, especially um, with me, because I've actually gone into real estate myself. I'm actually a licensed real- realtor in Missouri. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> yes. And um, that's what I would prefer from a home appraiser and a home inspector. I would want somebody to actually go in and be thorough and detailed about, you know, take pride in what they do and. Because, like me, I don't want to sell anybody a, a, a faulty home either. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I will definitely be at one point when I actually get my Illinois license, because that's my next step. Okay. <laughs> if I actually get to Illinois, girl, we'll have to hook up at some point. Definitely, will. <laughs> we will have I mean, to hook up at one point.
1: I'm not opposed to traveling at all. So, I mean, I'll look into um, what it requires to be licensed in missouri as well but i know one of my friends he's licensed as a home inspector already and he's in east st louis so i'm not sure how that actually is. if he can just like step over the border and it's okay or you know i'm i look into it yeah
0: definitely do that definitely do that then we have to get together
1: <laughs> I, I love opportunities to make money together
0: yes yeah, definitely i was looking at your um uh, you saying and how you were saying By the way, I love it, that trust yourself, think for yourself, act for yourself, speak for yourself, be yourself, and limitation is suicide. How do you actually apply this to
1: you? What's imitation is suicide. So to me, I've always been myself. I've always trusted that gut instinct that we have as women, and I don't let anybody else influence me. So I've never been a part of the crowd to follow. I've always been a leader in anything that I do, so I like to set the standard. I like to set the bar, and for me, it matters a lot because I do have three daughters, so this is my legacy.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. I love it Well Natasha, this interview has been wonderful, and I have like three questions that I just kind of like fun questions I like to ask kind of it's informative but fun, okay. Um, okay, so if you had to choose, would you choose a million dollars or perfect credit and why?
1: Um perfect credit because I'm well aware of the fact that you can do a lot more with having perfect credit than with a million dollars. A million dollars is here today, gone tomorrow, but with perfect credit, that's endless. Yes. Possibilities. Mm -hmm.
0: You're actually like everyone that I've uh, had an interview with, that's what they said. Perfect credit. I agree. All right. Favorite food? Tacos.
1: Really? (laughs) (laughs) Taco Tuesday. (laughs) What? Taco any day. (laughs) I'm a taco holic. Really? Oh <laughs> Yeah, I'm supposed oh to be eating healthy and I'm like, I'm gonna eat healthy Monday through Friday, but on Saturday I'm having tacos.
0: <laughs> I know that's right. Oh my goodness. My favorite thing is chicken. Girl, I can eat chicken all oh my goodness today. It don't make no <laughs> I know I get on my fiance nerves. He be like, You always want chicken. Every time I
1: ask you what Put you chicken want and tacos. Like, just, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, say
0: for instance, you just ride along. What would you prefer to listen to? Would you prefer music or podcasts? The inspirational like podcasts?
1: Mm, I prefer music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm just stationary. So, I need that release of thoughts. Because I'm always in my own head and I believe it's because of that whole psychology thing I went through with a bachelor's degree. So I'm always in my own head. Always trying to address issues within myself and fix myself. So to be able to release all of that and listen to some music and just flow. It's good. It helps me.
0: Okay. Makes a lot of sense. I'm a music lover myself. And I do mm-hmm. the same thing. Like I listen to other people's podcasts as well. Just for like the inspiration. Because a lot of people have, like, a, a lot of really good, like, information um, just regarding life in general. And sometimes yeah, you just need that because it's, like, my mind is, like, always, just always on the go. Even when where I could be in the shower and come up with, oh, my God, I need to write this down before I forget it. <laughs> With an idea, just be anywhere. My Beyonce be like, You get on my nerves, but okay. We have that being Mary Jane complex. Exactly. Oh my my God. Yeah. It's just always on the go. Okay. Well, any final words that you would like to leave, like to our listeners, just to like inspire them or, you know, empower them to just step out on Facebook?
1: Well, I would again just the same quote, Marva Collins' words I live by: Trust yourself, think for yourself, act for yourself, speak for yourself, be yourself. And imitation is suicide. Don't allow anybody else to limit your growth. Yes,
0: definitely. Okay, and tell us how to get in contact with you.
1: Well, my website is not up yet, but it will be up okay. soon. So it is um, four Willis Four Winds Real Estate solutions and um i'll send you the link so that you can put it with the podcast too and my phone number do you guys want my phone number i doubt it but i'll, I'll share it, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll share it. Um, <laughs> um oh you can go to my email address it's natasha ashford at yahoo.com that's the best way okay. to get in touch with me
0: okay and just one more question how did you come up with the four wins real estate
1: so um Long story. <laughs> Long story. So um, I had a sister who passed in 2012, and so my mother has four daughters left. And so um, for me, I have three daughters, and then I also have a stepdaughter whose birthday is today. Happy birthday!
0: Oh, happy birthday!
1: So um, I four has been reoccurring. So then I've just gotten heavily into reading my Bible more often. Like I've been in church since 2012, but I, I've Read it for myself much more often. So the four winds is actually the corner of heaven where the where miracles manifest. So this business, the reoccurring fours is notation. It's it's something for me to definitely think about. So I will have four prospects to this business. All those great things. So I'm I'm praying that my business will manifest into something amazing, and it is a phenomenal legacy for me to leave behind for my daughters i'm sure it will thank you
0: podcast, thank you so much also thank you for your service in the military as well
1: you thank you
0: it. for speaking with me today and i wish you nothing but the best in all your future endeavors we will definitely check in again thank especially you especially after you get up and going Spring <laughs> definitely I appreciate it so much girl it took us so much to get to this point but we made it thank you for having me you are so welcome alright I will speak to you soon ok bye now take care All right. thank you for listening to the ladies night with RKK podcast please be sure to subscribe and support this podcast also, let me know what you think of the episode. You can actually send me a voice message here, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at IamChelsea, that's i a m c h e l underscore S-E-A, or on Facebook at C-H-E-L space S-E-A. Thanks again for listening, and remember, every night is ladies night here.